Well, hello everyone and welcome to GG and the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Thanks for being with me in my podcast today. First up, the weather. It's in the 60s. So, of course, I wore a jacket. It's gloomy. It's just overcast and gloomy. When we lived in Columbus, Ohio, that was one thing that got old really fast. The dreary skies, the overcast skies. It just takes the punch out of the day. Having said that, though, let me let me say um, I read a lot of inspirational material, which I enjoy very much. And one of the one of the things that I that I do try to practice every day, it's try your best to choose which door you go through because it is up to you in a lot of respects. Replacing negative thoughts with positive thoughts until it becomes a habit to try to think in a more positive manner. And I know it's Pollyanna, but if you can do that, it's so much more fun in life. So, but when it's gloomy, it just makes you want to curl up, but I didn't today. I got up very early and I had coffee and then I started my day by going to TJ Maxx. I love TJ Maxx. I do. I, you, you actually can find designer things there every now and then that are, I mean like real designers, like, like Valentino every now and then. I mean, it's rare, but you can, I actually have uh, some Bob Mackie evening pants that I found at TJ Maxx. Not too interesting to talk about me going to TJ Maxx. However, uh, and let me let me preface this by saying if you plan to read Spare, the book by Prince Harry, stop listening right now because I am going to talk about the book and some things in the book. So I'm giving you a chance right now to go ahead and turn this podcast off. But if you're still with me, if you are reading Spare, I am way over half done because I've had a busy week or I would be finished with it already. It's a wonderful book and he's brutally honest about his life. And I think it's brilliant because as time goes on, his children will be able to read that and know the real him as opposed to what other people are writing about him. There's a lot of heavy stuff in it, um, really, about his depression, his panic attacks, um, going to war a couple of times. Um, so there's a lot of really heavy, his mother's death, which has impacted the rest of his life. And he was young. He was, I believe, 12. But for me, the little nuggets that I'm finding are, are so much more fun. <laughs> when funny part was he was William and Kate were married they had their child maybe the second one on the way and he was living alone and he would you know was kind of wanting to be alone and I get that because I think I think there are times of year January is the month for me that every year I go within and kind of wall myself off and so he had kind of done that walled himself off in his apartment and he said wouldn't people be surprised to know he was eating takeout dinner standing over the sink he was ironing clothes and uh 
and folding his underwear. <laughs> so it was really funny, which is really interesting because he talked about watching friends. It's like putting friends on as a, a kind of almost like background noise um, to to fill the, the air, to fill the, the noise, of the to, to make noise, really. Then later, there's a, a funny part of the book where he is actually at Courtney Cox's house, and it's a whole funny part um, about him being at a party at Courtney's house. So that part was really funny. It's like, it's not, it's, he was saying, it's not glamorous. I'm, I'm literally drying clothes on a radiator <laughs> and then folding my underwear. But, um, why I bring up TJ Maxx is he talked about his father giving he and William both a clothing allowance, but he said it is only for uniforms and dress clothes, like tuxedos and suits and that sort of thing. So, the other clothes, he's on his own, so he shops a couple of times a year, and at in the UK, it's called TK Maxx instead of TJ Maxx, but it's the same store. Why is it TK in the United Kingdom? Because when TJ Maxx was ready to open there, there was already a store in the United Kingdom called uh, TJ Hughes, so they couldn't conflict with that. Now... It's still there. The store is still there, but T, um, the TJ Maxx under branding TK Maxx is is much larger. So he goes to, in kind of disguise with his bodyguard, to TK Maxx, goes up the elevator to the to the next level up, goes to the racks and picks out everything, one and done, and for six months and doesn't have to come back. And it's really funny and cute and very honest princely story about about him it's like mm, hey a prince is just like us famous people they're just like us uh-huh but anyway he does the same thing with grocery shopping he said there's a store near the pound now this is when he was living in london there's a store near a grocery store near the palace and so he would go very late right before they closed go through he had the store memorized so he could grab a cart and load his cart with everything he needed in 10 minutes and be done and checked out and right before the store closed so no one ever could could catch on until one time he he did reveal who he was because customers ahead of him were being very abusive to the clerk to the checkout person and he stepped in he intervened and they did recognize him but they weren't all that sorry for being nasty to the to the employee so but mostly he didn't reveal his identity when he was grocery shopping but then one night he went in and stopped in his tracks because everything had been changed they had rearranged the stores they do that constantly at Costco. They don't rearrange the entire store, but they move stuff, so you can't find it. And so you'll keep wandering the store, and that's exactly what the clerk told him. He's like, why did you do this? So people will spend more time in here. So he had to figure out, he had to memorize a whole new layout for um, for his shopping, for his grocery shopping, which was really funny. So he did that recently with the Marshalls near us, changed everything. 
uh, and it's much nicer. It's really quite nice. Um, a couple of other little factoids. One is very, these two are very, very personal that he revealed. He's very candid. And he, through the story, he revealed that for years it had been written that his mother would not allow him to be circumcised. And this tied in with what happened to him when he visited and was not dressed properly at the North Pole. It had to do with the area involving circumcision or not. And he he revealed that, yes, he is circumcised. So these really personal things are so endearing. And the book is so well written and like a like you're sitting and chatting with someone that's so easy to to talk to which is really fun uh last night gary and i went to opening night of the palm beach film festival it was held at the crevice in west palm beach which is a beautiful facility and the director was there and it was a very wonderful evening with champagne and well cocktails whatever you wanted and um walk the you know the tuxedoed people were walking around with hors d'oeuvres on trays it was just beautifully produced and then when we went inside for the which is in kind of a, a theater part of the crevice not in the giant hall that's like carnegie hall this is a smaller it's still big but it's smaller um they had boxes for you that were just so beautifully done with Greek food in it. We ended up bringing ours home because it was not, it was, mm, was not conducive to sit there and eat out of this box in your lap. So we ended up eating at about 10 o'clock last night and it was really fun. Um, but the film, I want to tell you about the film the independent film that was shown. So first time, these all of these films, this will go through February 16th, the festival, and they will have films scattered at different theaters all over the Palm Beaches. And some of them, we won't be in town, so we're gonna miss some of the ones that we really wanted to see, uh, but we will be able, hopefully, to catch a couple of others. Uh, but this film last night was two tickets to Greece, and it was, uh, the director was there and a, a lot of the movers and shakers for the festival were there and gave speeches and so forth. But the director was there to, to talk and to introduce the film and talk about it a little bit. It's the first time the film has been shown outside of France. It is, uh, it, it is in French, which is such a beautiful language. And I know just a bit petite, um, and so, of course, subtitles were a mess, but it's a beautiful film. It's about two girls that, that starts the film where they're kind of in middle school, high school, middle school, and and then they they reconnect as adults, and it's, it's this adventure. The wonderful Kristen Scott Thomas is in it. The others are unknown to me. The other people in the film are unknown to me, but the location... Uh, production was beautifully done in Greece. Um, but the story, the story is so, so well done about how these girls, these women come back together as adults and what happens on that journey to, to Greece, something they said they would do 
when they were young girls and they didn't do. So what I came away with from that film and I told Gary on the way home is that I want to do an independent film. I want to make an independent film. <laughs> who's in? Who Who's in with me? Come on. Let's make a film, people. Um, listen, I tell you what. I don't understand. I don't understand what goes on in the world right now. How people that break the law, people that are dishonest, people that are criminals, make money. They're making money right and left in one way or another. Talking about Anna Sorokin. Oh, you may know her as inventing Anna from the the film done about her. Uh, Anna Delvey is who I'm talking about. She is a, a woman, young woman who the, the in the in the film about her was played by Julia Garner. She is a con artist and she went to prison for that. And here's the part I don't understand. She's under house arrest for having for overstaying her visa. Why is she in? She is under house arrest in an apartment in Manhattan under house arrest kind of thing. It's like, why don't you deport her? Why? And it, in everything I read, I could not find the answer to that. So if you if you can, please let me know why we're talking about her. You may be wondering. She, uh, this, the former CEO of the Food Network is now with another production company. And they are going to, they are, are trying to um, partner with some distributor to do a reality show with this woman, this fraudster. She, she uh, conned people out of business, banks, business people, hotels, out of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And yet here she is making money. She made money from Netflix for using her name for the story about her. A lot of money. And now she is going to host a reality show about uh, having dinner with her. And she's going to curate a dinner party. Now, how would you like to be curated? I mean, if that is not overdone, I don't know what is. The word curate, it is used to death. For me, leave that in a museum. Museums curate because they truly do. Now it's thrown around about every topic Tom, Dick, and Harry are curating something. Um, but she's bringing together this small dinner party, whatever, and it's you're getting the inside scoop of her and what it's like to be around her. Now, she won't be cooking. Oh, no, no. She will have it catered, and they will chat, and I guess you will get to see the real her. Does that even exist with a con artist? Seriously? She's going to make a ton of money off of this and become even more famous. And shame on the people for promoting this and trying to get distribution for this with this con artist. Uh, I don't get it. I don't. I don't really like it. I like people that are honest, trustworthy, and all of that to be successful. I don't wish anyone ill of any any sort, and everyone redeems themselves in this way or that. Absolutely. But when you're under house arrest in a, sounds like a pretty good apartment, and that's not, not cheap, in Manhattan, and you're going to make even more money because you're a fraudster and, you, and people want to hang out with you, what am I missing in the world now? I mean, yeah, I, I think I'll hibernate some more until this month is over. Thank you for being with me. 
I hope you will look up the film. Um, I don't know how it was. Last night was the first time it has been shown two tickets to Greece in the U.S., and I don't know how broad a distribution will come from that, but it is such a, a fun, funny, laugh-out-loud, it has touching moments, it's it's all of that. Um, if you get a chance to see it, I, I hope that you will, and if not, look into other independent films, indie films. Some of them are heavy. They're really heavy stories that are hard to watch. I understand that. And I understand that we need uplifting. That was one of the things the director said last night. We need fun, we need, and we do. We need fun. We need laughter and joy. We continue to, even after the years of COVID and everything that we've been through um, with, with everything that's gone on in the world and in our own country. So independent films can be really worth your time. So have a great weekend because this is Friday when I'm talking to you. We're wrapping up January, as I said the other day. We're closing in on it, getting nudging on toward February. How do I know that? Not just by the calendar, but every store I walk into, I am bombarded, as are you, I'm sure, with Valentine's stuff. Yeah, that's a whole other thing we can talk about later. Thank you for being with me today. Please look at uh, our website, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Visit Gary, look for him, what he's writing on all things cruise and splash magazine. G-E-R-R-Y, yes, it is spelled that way, but pronounced Gary. I say that all the time because I just want to remind people because if you really know Gary, you call him Gary. And if you don't, you call him Jerry. So I'm trying to get everybody to call him the right name if you know him because he's a pretty nice guy to know. And I am not one bit biased on that, not at all. Look me up for my books on Amazon, Pamela Barker. They're fun reads. No big deal. Look for our website, NorthPalmBeachLife.com as well. Gary puts a ton of stuff out there, lots of videos. We know you're there. Thank you for being there. Thank you for the support by listening and watching what we do and reading what we do. Uh, we do notice and we do thank you for that. These podcasts are always available on NorthPalmBeachLife.com as well as Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, and a ton of other platforms. Subscribe so you don't miss any of this greatness. Let me know. Let me know anything going on with you that you would like me to talk about because I love, love, love hearing from you. Thanks again for being with me at Gigi in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Stay with me.